Hi everyone, Sandman here. I spent some time thinking about why women are attracted or fall for men in uniforms. In this video I'm going to distinguish the two different types of male uniforms and what attracts women to each of them. In general, men in uniform represent a rite of passage from an ordinary man to the pinnacle of masculinity. A man in uniform is either willing to accept authority or respect it. Men in uniform are often muscular and exhibit great fitness and physical strength. They are often good protectors and providers because they have a steady income and know how to fight. They are committed because it takes time to study and train in order to earn the right to wear a uniform. Effectively, a man in uniform is in command and control. He displays authority, disposability, and decisiveness, qualities that women want from men. Uniforms reinforce the values that men are supposed to be disposable. Whether being blown up on the battlefield as a soldier, burned alive in a building as a firefighter, or being shot to death by a cat burglar or criminal while on police duty, men in uniform are disposable. And I think that fundamentally, women are attracted to this on some psychological level. We can argue that women love the authority that police officers or soldiers have, but firemen don't have that same authority but they do have muscles, and that's probably what attracts women to these types of men in uniform. Even doctors can be seen as disposable because they work around sick people and infectious diseases. Women are also attracted to muscular men in uniform because of their physique. When I was in high school, I worked out almost every single day and built up a body to protect myself from other guys trying to bully me. I learned fairly quickly that bullies pick on the weak. So if I made myself physically strong, I could hide my fear behind the facade of fitness. Eventually I did get into fights and become comfortable fighting around other guys and defending myself from them. I noticed something interesting. The moment I added 20 pounds of muscle to my body, I could walk through the hallways of my high school and women would stop what they were doing and start looking at me. I felt like I was a piece of meat. But many of the women that are looking at me were the ones that didn't want anything to do with me just a few years prior. Now that I was muscular and getting into fights, they started paying attention. Guys that were bullying me before saw this and started asking me to play for football and hockey teams. At this point, I could have put a football uniform on and ran down the field for the glory of the high school. But I decided not to instead. For me, it was more important to focus on photography, computers, my creative skills and academics, and increase my intellectual abilities. This made no sense to athletic guys that saw me as some kind of weird anomaly. They started getting hostile towards me after I decided I wasn't going to share their value system. They told me to stop taking steroids, but I wasn't taking steroids. And they also told me that it was up to me to use my body for sports, and it was a waste to work out and not use it for that. The idea out there was that if I wasn't throwing my body into athletics, then it was a complete waste. But when girls found out that I wasn't a bad boy musclehead, that they thought I was based on what I looked like on the outside, they no longer seemed to be interested in me. They had misread the physical cues that they had received from my body to mean that I have a weak mind because I'd spent much of my time building a strong body. I focused on doing both, and they didn't know how to categorize me. Anyways, I believe that a man in uniform is sending out the visual signals to women that signal success and agency. 
Besides the blue-collar guys in uniform, there are also professional uniforms like doctors, lawyers, pilots, judges, politicians, and professional athletes. Professional uniforms signal to women that these types of men have financial resources that directly reflect the uniform they are wearing. If we think about it, all clothing is a uniform because it projects resources to women. If you're not well-dressed or dressed to suit an occasion, you might as well be invisible to most women. Uniforms take the guesswork out of any given situation for women. In a professional setting, it becomes easy to distinguish a man's earnings when he's wearing a uniform. There's no need for women to pry and learn more about the man before making themselves available for marriage or sex. Not only that, but a uniform tends to become an instant symbol of trust by both men and women. This can be best seen in the film Catch Me If You Can, with the character Frank Abagnale. It's based on the real Frank Abagnale. He pretended to be a pilot, judge, and doctor, and used uniforms to steal money and sleep with as many women as he could. He was smart enough to realize that uniforms are a powerful way for men to get what they want from women and society in general. In his case, he was pretending to have the credentials for these types of careers, and thus was able to get into the pants of most women. But that was back in the 1960s, and obviously it's getting harder to pretend to be a pilot or judge these days. Getting back to the blue-collar uniform men, they tend to be overworked and therefore more likely to die young. Soldiers and police officers often see terrible things in war and while on police duty. Firefighters see burned bodies and are under immense stress and tend to get lung cancer more often than people in the general population. So if men working these jobs die young, then they typically leave behind large defined benefits plans for their wives to enjoy well into their own retirement. To me, it appears that women don't seem to care about the long-term mental illnesses that plague men in these types of blue-collar uniform jobs. But more than likely, a woman is focusing on her short-term gratification when marrying or dating a guy in a blue-collar uniform. Or the woman is simply attracted to these types of guys from the lower classes because they themselves are on the lower class of the totem pole of society. On the other side of the coin, we have women in uniform. And men view women in uniform as a great source of sex. Many women in uniform work for airlines as flight attendants or as nurses in hospitals. I have a few female flight attendant friends that tell me the reason they, they're doing this type of work is to land some hot young pilot. And more often than not, they are disappointed because all the pilots seem to want is casual sexual relationships with them. The pilots know they can sleep with many of the flight attendants, and as they get older, most of the flight attendants coming into the business are getting younger and younger. Why would they want to lock themselves into one woman when they can stay single and have their pick from a seemingly endless buffet of flying femmes? Women in uniform use uniforms to get closer to men in uniforms. I'm not a sports fan, but I see a lot of reports of cheerleaders sleeping with football and basketball players. It's almost like they're there to woo the players so they can try to start a relationship with them. I'd love to see the stats behind cheerleader-player relationships. If you want to see the power of the uniform in our society, then I suggest that you take a look at the film Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio. If you watch that film, you'll see that the whole story begins the moment the protagonist's mother cheats on his father. He steals millions of dollars to help his father win back the love of his mother. His mother destroys the family by cheating on his father because he's no longer a worthy provider. 
I watched this film for the first time in 10 years before I put out this video, and I now see it completely differently. The irony is that in real life, Leonardo DiCaprio seems to have all the hallmarks of a man going his own way. Although he has relationships from time to time, many of them are short-term with models, or those relationships are on again, off again. To prove that women can get violent, in 2005, DiCaprio was injured in the face by Aretha Wilson, a model that stuck him in the face with a broken bottle. She was sentenced to two years in prison. I'm sure it would have been a lot longer if she were a man. Anyways, that's it for now. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.